I couldn't wait to bring this up. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. I know. I know, Samuel. I know. But this is something that needs to be discussed. So let's get to it. I'm going to sip on my drink that is the most girly drink possible. And this is the last one out of the whole bunch. So I will not have to drink any more of these. Thank Lord. I did the wrong thing and went to Sam's Club. Bought a crap ton. Okay. And they were all terrible. So I bought in. Okay. Bought in. It just tastes like crap. Like I had straight tequila that's smoother than that. Okay. Let's get to it. This is going to be a deep conversation. I want everybody to chime in. Okay. Everybody to chime in. Sleepy Gamer. Okay. Drop a thank you. Thank you for that. Drop a like too if you're tuning in. Drop a like. So Madden 23 is here. You know, since doing this gaming podcast, I have had the opportunity to say certain things and then relive them so they come back around. So then there's next year. When you do a podcast for years, you start seeing certain things that you said either become true or become false. This is one where I literally nailed it a year ahead of time. I foreseen this so far ahead, it was sick. Now, with Madden 23, I want to say, starting off, I have only played a small sample. I have not even played a full game. I am not the person to judge, okay? So this is not going to be anything of my personal judgment. This is going to be going off of what I said last year. Okay, and if you are not familiar with what I said last year, what the hell? Don't don't I have the video up? Can I just pull it up real quick, please? Just, just excuse me, guys. Okay, if you hear some sounds from another video, just ignore it. I'm pulling up my video. Okay, I know sleeping I'm- on the job, be late. Oh God, we don't want to hear any of that. Okay, not right now. Not right now. This is mine. Okay, let's go ahead and pull it up. I know I got it here. You know what? There we go. Bingo. See, I told you. I am on it. I am on it. So let's go ahead and pull this up. Bingo. This is exactly what I said about Madden 22 and predicting the future to the other Maddens. It was suggestions that I gave to EA. It was, uh, let's just go ahead and uh, pull it up here. I'm going to pull it up on screen and then we'll, uh, Pull it up for you guys. This is on TikTok. Madden 22 has been getting flamed. Gosh, y'all. Ooh, that was loud. My bad. My bad, y'all. Y'all heard that, didn't you? Okay. I see the browser is up loud. Let me let me turn the browser down a little bit. That was a little crazy right there. It drew me. Can I get a uh Bob Barker? Uh Bob Barker. I mean, price is right. Okay, is it Bob Barker? I think it's Barker. It's been a while. Rest in peace, too. And also, rest in peace to John Madden, because honestly, John Madden is the one that's we want his legacy to live on good through these games. And this one was a big one. It was it was really dependent on. So let's go ahead and pull it up on screen. Shall we? Hopefully it pulls up the right desktop using myself. Okay, there we go. So 
This is from my TikTok. Okay. You can see it there. Nick Moses 05YT. Okay. That's my TikTok. You can see Matt in 22 reviews. Now, I can go back to the podcast episode, but there's no reason to do that. Let's listen to a small snippet. Now, remind you, I played two seconds of it because I said, this is it. I'm going to save it for the podcast. I don't even want to hear what I had to say. I I said it, right? It should hold. So I want to play it with you guys. Now, let's see. Is there any way we can make this full screen? Uh, Let's go ahead. Burned! People have been doing this to Madden 22. (sighs) They've been doing that. That's all they've been doing. Because Madden 22, hold up, and I haven't even looked. Like I told you, a lot of these subjects I like to go over directly, you See? know, while I'm speaking with don't you change. guys. So that way I don't have A lot of them I go over. These, these things oh, I, I don't. Mind for. Now, older gamers versus younger gamers, if I'm bringing up a subject that I brought to the table, I'm going to have my topics ready. But other than that, no. So I'm going to go ahead and pull up a review score. Damn. Oh, my God. I don't even <laughs> want to do that. That is nasty. Oh my god. I'm not making this is so IGN. IGN has officially scored them. And I want to make sure I'm seeing this right. Okay, because I just pulled it up right here. So I just put up Madden 22 reviews, right? Google. IGN. Six out of ten. Six out of ten review by Cat Bailey. Madden is significantly better game than Madden 2021. How? How is that possible, Forbes? Okay, look at this. I play Madden 22. Audience rating summary. Damn, the game is the mark. Look at that. This is not a joke, folks. Madden 22 is getting raped. Oh, my God. So I posed the. You see that. You see that right there. You see it. So let's do this, guys. Let's go ahead and Google Madden 23 reviews, right? It should be very easy. Let's do it. Reviews. Oh, that's a typo. Don't don't worry about me, right? Look familiar. Last time it was 1.5. 1.8. That's an increase. Man 23 is so bad, even NFL pros are dragging it. Man 23 review. Now I was going through these and I actually went through those two. And I see similar reviews stating the same thing, that this matter was supposed to bring so much new technology. But there are a lot of people who don't have an Xbox Series X or a PlayStation 5. And from what I hear, they're complaining because they don't have these new features working for them. But it's not just that. Okay, let's let's just go ahead and pull up because I, I got more. I got actual clips, glitches. I got um, <laughs> pros. They said pros are dragging it, right? We'll talk about it. We'll talk about pros dragging it. I mean, what do you want? What do you want? I'm going to tell you this straight up. As being a guy that has been playing Madden games way before, let me tell you, Young Bucks, a history lesson while I take a sip on this pink-ass drink. This is the history lesson. Madden was always king of the crop, as far as you guys know, right? 
But there was a time where Madden was not. Okay? I remember when Madden first had to, to grab up that NFL license because 2K Sports was going, was literally going to take them out. It was going to be NBA Live all over again. And for those who know NBA Live, it died. By the way, they even tried to bring Jordan, which is something that Michael never wanted in games. He never wanted his image in games. Instead, he made his own games. He had Jordan versus Bird. All right, he had uh, Michael Jordan, Chaos in Windy City on Super Nintendo. I love the game, by the way. I don't know, just me. But Jordan did not want his image used in the game. So you used to have player and you would see 99. This is something that every sports player knows. The NBA Live came along and took out a series known as, I think it was like the Bulls versus Lakers, Bulls versus Blazers. They had this whole series. And I think it was EA that was behind that series. And more comes on, more technology, more sports games. But all of a sudden, Madden came in. And Madden became this one that was innovative. There were others, too. I don't want to just say Madden. Joe Montana Sports Talk Football. Let me go ahead and drop a bomb for Joe Montana Sports Talk Football, which introduced the the talking, talking trash, doing dances, a lot of things before Madden did. Madden was more covering the nuances of the game. And these other games were just doing certain things that made it better than Madden. But Madden, they they just kept going. They took over. NFL Blitz came. Who remembers NFL Blitz? Lovely game. It was NBA Jam football. That's what it was. Lovely game. Some people would still prefer to play that over Madden. 2K Sports comes along. Okay, they wipe out NBA Live. Madden is on the heels of dying and they sell up that NFL license, which today is the reason we get the quality of Madden games that we get. I have not played it, but my thought is the same thing that people say to me about Call of Duty games. You need to look at yourself in the mirror and you need to tell yourself, am I really the one that could say something about this? Because I talk shit about Nick. And he loves every Call of Duty, right? But they're pretty much copy and paste. And there's some that sucks. And he still says he loves them. You guys do that about Madden too. And Madden introduces small changes to the game, maybe animations, different things. But people look for that big change, that big change. And I just feel like it has not hit the mark. I have not heard it yet. Field Sense Technology. Is something I'm very curious to play more and see more. But let's go ahead and take a look at what some people have been saying. Why not? That's what we got to do. Let's go ahead and take a look at it. So let's pull up on screen here. We're going to go ahead and switch it back. Why is it not switching? What the hell is going on? Okay, there we go. All right, we good. So the Kotaku article. Now, for Kotaku, this is Ethan. Shout out, Ethan. Let me go ahead and give you a couple gunshots, Ethan. I usually don't do that. I'm going to give you a couple gunshots. Thank you for the article, Ethan. But Madden 23 is so bad, even NFL pros are dragging it. Back 
a year ago, I told you guys that we get this year after year. This is the difference with Call of Duty, though. We don't have these massive, abusive ratings of Call of Duty. You get the fanboys. We stand up and we give those five stars proudly. But Madden gamers will not do it. That's different. That's something with your core audience. And God bless John Madden, who who is the mastermind. He deserves better. Deserves better than this, okay? So another year, another Madden. This time around, however, EA devs promised the most polished version in years. Let's drop a bomb for that. That's a big statement. You can't say the most polished version in years, okay? Eh, Nonetheless, let me go ahead. I almost grew some eye boogers in my eyes off of that. Uh, the reality appears to be much different as negative reviews pour in on Steam and Metacritic. In fact, even some NFL pros featured in the game are trashing it. First game out on Madden 23 hung 50 on a kid. You know what I'm saying? Don't get it twisted, though. The game's still hot garbage. Shout out to your boy, Darius Slayton. Yo, I ain't gonna lie, Darius. That was well said. That was well said. Well said. So, in the first week of Madden 23, has been a lightning rod for all sorts of frustrations. Despite new gen field sense technology that's supposed to make every play feel organic and more lifelike, an overhaul face of the franchise career mode, bugs, and other shortcomings still remain. Okay, this might be the worst Madden ever. That's McCole Hartman Jr. Okay, this might be the worst Madden ever. Let's go ahead. MMG tweeted recently, five-second input delay on everything. Shout out my man, MMG, YouTuber. Oh, I didn't mean to give you that. My bad. The buttons, man. Let me go ahead and um, let me let me redeem myself. Ha-ha! <laughs> Told you, I ain't going to let you down. I ain't going to let you down. So, you see here, 0-10 gameplay is awful. Tweeted at the official Madden account. That's by the University of East Carolina Safety, Warren Sabre. <laughs> he said, what the hell? This is garbage. Zero for 10. Okay. The negative reactions have been pouring in on Metacritic. PS5 version, since at 68, with a 2.0 out of 10 among users. Damn. Now that's what we turn. So, let's not, we're not done. We're not done. Meanwhile, clips have blown up online that show weird glitches, oversights, or apparent incidents of self-sabotage. You know what? Let's let's see some of these. This is literally insane. Madden 23. Okay, let's see it. Man, y'all, fuck Madden 23. Look at this shit. I read that shit perfect. Uh, Cut it nice. back up the middle. Nice. Down. Okay. I'm watching. What the fuck? All right, he did. All you got to do is juke him. That's he easy. Just sitting there. He looks. Now he might slow you up and get tackled, nah, but nah, let's see. Watch this. This motherfucker sticks his leg out. <laughs> sticks that shit out. Yo, this man tripped him. This man broke his ankle. Yo, what if he popped up with an entry off that I'd have been so pissed. Oh, man. Hell no. Hold on. Let me move this so I can see. Okay, there we go. 
Oh, hell no, nah, man. Okay. Let, let's see some other ones, man. Let's see some oversights. Right? Let's see this. While we at it, while we're trashing it, let's do it. Someone want to tell the guys at EA that the anniversary for Super Bowl 42 was in 2017. Five years ago. This has been at MetLife and every man since then. What lazy morons. Woo. Damn. That's bad. Yo, imagine having something in your game that was five years old. And I understand. You know what? It's a lot in making a game. I want to say I've been on the side of interviewing these devs. It's no joke. It's no joke. But yeah, you could change that. You could just simply erase it. <laughs> like we ain't telling you to make a whole new image, but just erase it. Just erase it. I'm sure if you go into that stadium now, they don't have it up. What do they have? Some of the updates were made recently, from what I was told to. All right, so let's let's see some others. Uh, more accidentally releasing key free agents at pivotal moments. Don't go to Madden 23 franchise is terrible. Bosa interest. Oh man. So what they do, really? I ain't even let's pull me back up on big screen. Let's talk the real the real. Now I want to shut up my man Joe, because my man Joe said it best, right? And this is what we need to really talk about. This is what it really comes down to. He said NFL Street. I want to go ahead and talk to y'all for a second. Are y'all going to finally agree that it's time for another football game? It's time. There was always a time. There's the passing of the torch for everything. People say that about Call of Duty. You said that with Battlefield, right? Then you got... Battlefield versus Call of Duty. I am cool with that. I actually think Battlefield is not that bad. I have a video where I said people jumped ship too early. That I do think the game's going to get an overhaul and be a lot better. I said that about a game that I typically hate just because I'm a Call of Duty fanboy, right? This is by far dead in your face, showing you year after year. You are getting the same game, okay? I don't care about field sense. You can give me anything. It's the same game because it's a sports game. And unless you're introducing brand new modes, and I'm when I say brand new modes, I mean modes that are introducing new types of gameplay. I remember Madden when they had the arcade-style mode with all the different pointers. You can score 14 points, 21 points. Hell, you can kick a field goal from 60 yards. You you have to introduce something to bring an arcade-style element along with it. You You can't have these simulations year after year and think that career mode people are just gonna continue to buy Madden. So I got some suggestions. Let's go ahead with the Nick Mo 05 suggestion board. So, okay. First suggestion. Madden should be free to play. I know. I know. I remember asking you a goddamn thing. Samuel, my bad. I know. I know. Kill me. Kill me. But this is the reason. EA is already killing for microtransactions in other games. 
So why not let them do it to Madden 2? And I know all you Madden lovers are like, please do not do this. But the reality is you introduce more people to the game. Okay, there are a lot of people who do not want to pay for an EA membership to play these games. And there's a lot of people who just don't want to pay for sports games, especially year after year, when a lot of these games are the same game. We're we're seeing it with 2K, but not to the extent of Madden. Madden, we're seeing it to a whole new light. It's like, man, I feel like I'm getting the same thing. This is the difference. And I'm going to tell you guys about my Call of Duty fanboyism and why I could separate it from Madden. In Call of Duty, a lot of things are similar that are the same from match to match, just like a football game, right? You have a, a start, you have an end, you have a winner, you have a loser. You know, we have kill death ratio, you have sacks, touchdowns, you know, then there's first down. That might be side one of a match. A lot of different things you could compare. But the difference is we can change the guns. You can change the levels. You can change the atmosphere. You can be a close quarters. You you really can expand the gameplay within the stages. So even though you have the same experience within a player, the stage and the environment and the amount of people can change that experience. Doesn't happen with football. You're going to play on the same field that's 100 yards every single time. So with sports titles, I think it's almost important. And NBA 2K is someone that EA needs to watch. 2K sports almost took your ass out. So you really need to be listening and taking notes. You really have to start digging deeper. It can't just be simulation. You got to start touching home with people's hearts. Um, You know, John Madden passed away. This would have been a time to really just focus in more on giving people more of John Madden. Forget, you know, competitive gameplay is there. Everything's there, but we need to get more of John Madden. I don't hear anyone saying anything about the experience they've seen in videos and how they felt with John Madden. That should be a focus point of this game. I think that would carry on. I think that would sell along just just to have John Madden kind of carry through the sales. You could have literally done that. And I would have got more from hearing that from people because I know it would have meant something. But what I'm hearing is people saying the same thing. I got Madden again. It's the same thing. They didn't fix these issues. I'm dealing with more bugs, more problems. It sucks. So. There goes the man. Okay. So let's go to the truth. That on the PS2 was hot. Yo, back on the PlayStation 2, the 2K series, and this is what a lot of people don't know as well. The 2K series, I believe, came along the time where online gameplay was first being introduced. So on a PlayStation 2, you can buy the uh, Ethernet adapter. And I think it connects to the back of the PlayStation 2. And if you had a hard drive, like I did, and I had my system modded, <laughs> let's go. Um, perfect. It all fits in. Bam. You lock it in there. And you had to use, I don't think it was an actual Ethernet port. I think it was a, a basic RJ11, you know, which is a phone cord, for those who don't know. So I think you just plugged the phone cord in there. And you had your, you know, your DSL. You were going. You were playing online. And you played against people online. So this was like. The first of the first. So people really love the 2K series. 
And then you couldn't do that on another end. So, yeah, didn't work so good. So, Nick, you have to be, bro. We need different games, not just broken, same old. Talk to him. My man Joe preaching right now. We need different games, not same old, same old. So, my suggestion of making it free to play, I think it's the best option. Okay. And also, besides making it free to play, you do have the option of maybe just create a whole nother franchise, a spinoff, more like the NFL Blitz, NFL Street style, something that we can we can play. And if we don't like Madden for this year, we have this to look forward to. And it can still be a spinoff. You can still have the NFL license. You can have arcade-style gameplay, and you can have a fully functional game with its own team working on it. Because Madden has hit a dead point, and it's hit that dead point for a while. That's why I said it last year in that TikTok video. You can go back and look. You can watch it. It's three parts to that. It's a whole thing. It's literally hit a dead point, and something has to revive it. So EA, wake the fuck up. Stop sleeping. Okay, so now with that, we got that out the way. We're going to go ahead and move on to the next thing. And I'm going to hope I got my pictures, my pictures good. And let me get my timer because also, you know, I've been trying to do a certain amount of time per subject. Okay, per subject, I'll cover a certain amount of time. So let me go ahead and refresh it. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Okay. Bam, there we go. So now let me refresh the topic here. Bam. Bam. This is the one. This is the one. This is the one. So, uh, 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 let me get my sounds ready because I'm about to go drink this little girly ass drink. And I'm going to go ahead and put the restream link in there too. I see my man Joe. Y'all, I got you. I got you. We're going to go ahead. I'm, I'm going to say my little piece. Then I'm going to bring you on. Um, I I definitely had to bring this up. So for everyone out there watching who may not know about me, let's start there, right? I'm Nick Moses 05, for those who don't know. I made a channel a while ago doing gaming videos, a lot of modding tutorials. And I went from there to doing Nintendo Switch homebrew tutorials, which was beautiful because that's what sped up the growth. Then I started doing podcasts, other videos, and going places, and there you go, right? I am a person that has dealt with Nintendo side of getting my ass whooped because Nintendo does not like when you play around with anything around their IP, right? That's real to real. We can all agree on that. This is a new monster at play. Okay, and I'm going to go ahead and break down why. All right. For those who do not know about Denuvo Software Solutions, let's just pull up. If you were to Google Denuvo Software Solutions, it says Denuvo Anti-Tamper is a anti-tamper technology and digital rights management scheme developed by Austrian software company, Denuvo Software Solutions. 
a subsidiary of Erdito. I think that's how you pronounce it. Or Erdito. Connect me. I don't know. The company also developed an anti-cheat counterpart. So Denuvo is known for protecting these different, uh, let's say, uh, licenses. Okay, whether it be a game, cheating, you know, emulators, it does not matter. Denuvo is there to make sure there is no tampering. Anti-tamper, which means they do not want any tampering. They want everything to run exactly as it's designed with no absolute modifications. That's what Denuvo wants. A little history. Denuvo also had issues because there were games that ran a lot slower because they had Denuvo anti-tamper protection. That is a fact. Fact, fact, fact. Okay, there are games that were simply broken and could not work because of the Nouveau anti-tamper protection. That is a fact. Okay, so the Nouveau has had their problems. And then again, your cheaters, they probably have kept them away. You know, they probably have, you know, if you're an esports type of guy, you probably look at Denuvo and, ah, thank you, Denuvo. I love you. It's maybe what you do. That's maybe what you do, right? But this is something else. This is different. Denuvo sticking their noses in something that actually Nintendo has claimed to have no parts of doing. So Nintendo Life, whole article, okay? They stated they had nothing to do. They never reached out to Denuvo. They never spoke to Denuvo. Denuvo found themselves in a situation where they said, you know what, we could jump out in front of this and we can help Nintendo, right? All right, cool. More power to you. That's how you feel. This is what Denuvo would like to do. So for those who have a Nintendo Switch at hand, don't worry. It's not directed to you, okay? As you may think, Denuvo is coming to my Nintendo Switch and my emulators on my Nintendo Switch. That's not the case, right? It's not the case. It's not the case. They're not doing that, right? They have another target. Their target is to stop the Switch emulators from running on PC. Mm. Wow. So, I want to confess something, and this is going to be deep, and I want everybody to listen in. Everybody who has a portable device sometime throughout their life will feel me on this, and this is what we're going to touch on right now. Let's get to it. So, if you've had a Game Boy, Game Gear, Atari Lynx, uh, you know, what whatever it may be, 3D, you know, 3DS, 2DS, uh, Switch Lite, you know, whatever it may be, Stream Deck, right? You've all looked for a portable solution that does it all. A portable solution that gave you the satisfaction of a console at home. Okay, I mean, you got a lineup of games that's worthy to be a home console, but yet 
you can still play lightweight games that could play on a TI-82 if you wanted to. You want that wide range of libraries all within one console that's portable, that you can set up at other friends' houses, that you could be able to hook up to their TVs, add joysticks to, and start playing. That is the dream, okay? That's the dream. It's everybody's dream to have that one master device. Now, you might have a a home console to do it. You might have to chug around the big book bag with all the controllers and everything. We do it, and it's cool. But our goal is to have something that we know, hey, our buddy has an Xbox controller, but it doesn't matter. He has a PlayStation controller. It doesn't matter. He has this. It doesn't matter. That's what we want to get to. Recently, guys, my man Dead Specimen was in the chat. Shout out to Dead Specimen. Let me go ahead. Give Dead Specimen a couple couple shots. My man Dead Specimen has predicted a lot of things, okay? He actually was one that predicted Team Executor going to jail, okay? It happened. This dude was young. He predicted it. There's been things he's been wrong on, okay? He goes a little far out there, but that one was good. He was spot on. This was another he was spot on, and I denied it. I tried to. You know, I didn't believe it, but I'm almost certain from hearing from multiple parties, it is true. The Steam Deck is the best portable system in the world. Now, there are portable systems outside of the Steam Deck. There's AO. What is it, A-A-Neo, or they have one. There's other ones that run Windows, okay? Understandable. Those devices work as well. But I'm not sure the compatibility, right? Haven't had a lot of people get their hands on those. Maybe because, you know, popularity. Steam, I mean, Steam Deck, come on. It's Steam. And we know how many people who play PC games use Steam. So the Steam Deck, I've seen play Nintendo Switch games flawlessly. Damn, flawlessly. I'm talking about flawless, flawless victory. I've seen somebody play Nintendo Switch games and I go, yo, what's the point of having a Nintendo Switch? You can play it right there on your Steam Deck. And guess what? Nintendo Switch, that would be a hit if you had another portable console that can emulate your games. So therefore, a brand new game comes out, somebody dumps it, you download it, and you're playing the game. Hell, before it even comes out on a device that's not even a Nintendo-approved device. Damn. I can see how that'd be bad. I can see that. I can see that. Right? So I want to say this. Denuvo is jumping in right now to stop that. I think they see this. They see how it's growing. They see how it's taking heed. How many people are using? Um, and I'm going to say, I think it's Ryujinx, which is a very popular Nintendo Switch emulator that everybody's been using. Compatibility is oh, beautiful. They continue to update daily, right? Daily, great updates, great emulator. But guess what? Denuvo is out there to kill. They're out there for a reason. Denuvo seeks things like this. This is where the money's at. So I don't blame Denuvo. 
this is this is kind of their thing. This is my section, right? This is how I make my money by securing. And I know right now this is something going on that I know that a company is very protective over. If I jump in the mix, what's the worst that can happen? I get a you know little backing by Nintendo if something goes wrong. <laughs> you know those ninjas, they help out. So that's just me. So let's go ahead. I'm going to get ready uh, to go to the article. And then I'm going to bring my man Joe in. Okay, because I see my man Joe there. So let me go ahead and bring this up. Because I got the article here um, specifically about it. And actually, I got like four or five articles. So I can't even say the article. I have so many about it. So, bingo. Let's go to Eurogamer, right? Because I don't want to always do like Kotaku articles. Let's do a Eurogamer article. Right? That way we're, we're, we're spreading it around. We're spreading around the love. Now, shout out to Gan. Shout you out. Let me go ahead and give you a call. Nice. We like that you published this. We thank you. Keep doing your thug. Dizzle. Okay. So, the company behind controversial anti-piracy software, Denuvo, has announced an innovative solution to the piracy of Nintendo Switch games on PC. Erdito today published a press release about his Nintendo Switch emulator protection solution as a call to developers and publishers who may be interested in including it with their games, right? So in its statement, Ardito targets not only first-party and second-party Switch games, but ports of PC games too. So I I just want to hear this article. Let's, Let's read this. Nintendo consoles have long suffered from piracy issues, and the Switch is no different, the company wrote. I love doing those narrated parts. The company wrote, even if a game is protected against piracy on its own PC version, the release version on Switch can be emulated from day one and played on PC. Therefore, bypassing the strong protections offered on the PC version. Now, I want to say this. Protections on the PC version but i feel you there's some protection you know what i mean there's some protection okay so the announcement has not gone down well or dito's official tweet regarding the news is getting ratio which is an easy sign of when something's unpopular with many replies mentioning the effects of the may have on performance as with Resident Evil Village last year. Shout out my man, Joe. He brought that up. That was that was a nice reference. Okay. Especially on a console which can already struggle in a performance department. Nintendo Switch is not as strong as an Xbox Series X or PlayStation 5. The OLED ain't giving a break. Okay. Denuvo Bayardito launches the first Nintendo Switch emulator protection technology to safeguard games launched on Nintendo Switch. Suck our nuts. <laughs> Damn, the new ball is like that. It's like that. Okay, I feel you. We're going to get around it. Uh, read more. Now, you can read more about it as they, you know, the nice little artwork they put to Nouveau, you know, and they show this beautiful picture, man. Beautiful. I'm not going to lie, Nouveau. Shout out to you. Kudos. That was. If, if I was actually looking for security right now for my games and you gave me a little pitch like that and you said, suck my nuts at the end of it, you got my money. As soon as he said, suck my nuts, I would say, oh, yo, they for real. That dude's not normal. 
He's a dude that's going to tell her how it is. I want him. So nonetheless. All right. Let's go ahead. Let's, let's, let's go because it's, it's more. To be clear, this isn't something that Nintendo has partnered with Ardito on, so it's unknown how many publishers would choose to include it. Though I can imagine Monolith Soft wishes this was available for Xenoblade Chronicles 3. That's a fact. You can read Ardito's statement in full on its official website. Now, let's go ahead and pull it back up. There's, there's a couple of things I want to talk about. Right? So, um, one... They mentioned um, the security. Let me show you. You know what? I should have done that from the beginning. I don't know what I'm doing. Let me just go ahead and pull up. What is it? Ryujinx? Is that how you pronounce it? Ryujinx? I'm not sure. But let me go ahead and pull them up. I'm, I'm sure they got something on this, right? And everybody follows them. I'm sure. Everybody's following. I'm following them. Right? So I want you to see what they wrote specifically about that article. And my alarm's going off. It's like, hey, you're over time. You're over time. Get to it. Okay. So regarding Erdito's Denuvo announcement, we will continue developing an emulation platform for Switch game preservation and enhancement upon which consumers may enjoy their games both now and beyond the life cycle of the console itself. Oh, smash them. I'm going to tell you what's so gangsta. About that, let me go ahead and pull it up. I'm gonna tell you why that's gangster. That was that was just too gangster. I'm gonna give you a couple gunshots. I'm gonna give you a couple Mario jumps. You get all that. That was gangster. I'm gonna tell you why it's gangster. Because they made sure to state all of the biggest reasons of why it's important they exist in the first place. They can't argue that. Like, Nintendo can't tell you, hey, by the way, your game saved for Kung Fu back in 1987? We got it saved on the server. (laughs) You can't promise me that, Nintendo. It's too many damn games going around. It's too many save states going around for you to be able to handle all that. So, understand me, okay? You can't do nothing about it. So you need to allow consumers to handle that. There was a time I remember back in the day for you young bucks, you used to watch TV and you know what? Your show would come on and you go, oh, snap, let me throw in a VCR. Bam, you throw in a VCR, you hit record and you record your favorite show. It was awesome. You didn't have to wait. You you had the internet before the internet. We click a play button now. Okay, we might get a little better with Fast Forward and Rewind, but we still had it. You click that, bam, you got to watch it again. You want to rewind, you got to rewind it, watch it then. You did not have to wait. And you controlled that as a consumer. You're the one that hit the record button. Okay? Why can't we be allowed to do that with our games? Even if you're streaming, there's a problem at times. Anti-tamper protection against hardware, software, shit. What the hell can we do? Now, I understand. Piracy is a huge issue. It is the prime reason everybody um, breaks the tamper protection. It is. Let's just submit it. Let's keep it real. It's the prime reason. Most people do. And we've all been pirates in our life. If you have not been a pirate in your life, please come up on this channel and tell me how it has been. 
to to play games your entire life and not pirate. You either were rich, okay, or you just didn't have any knowledge of how to do it because some of it was so easy. Like I I literally was playing uh, Quest 2 and someone said, hey, download this. I go, okay. Uh, and I just downloaded something. Next thing you know, I had a damn game for free. I didn't know. I didn't even know. So I was downloading the game for free and I didn't even know. Tamper protection, all that shit. So anyways, let me go ahead and um, I'm going to bring on my man, Joe. Let me bring on my man, Joe. I'm going to have my man, Joe, say a couple words about this subject. Joe, what up? What's going on? Can you hear me? I can hear you great, man. Great day. You're not, hey, you're not working, man. You're finally relaxing. I got home home early, so, you know, it's great. Busy fucking week. Oh, man. So at least you get to relax and sit down. And I, I want you to go ahead and give me, do you, what background do you know about Denuvo? I don't know much. Oh, you might Denuvo, know a little history. But Denuvo is, they're horrible, absolutely horrible. Last year with Resident Evil 8 Village, people were buying the game and asking for refunds back because it was getting 15 to 20 FPS per second. That was fucking horrible. People that bought the game were pirating the game because they couldn't even play it. That's how bad Genova is. It just slows down your whole PC. Imagine Windows 10, but a different flavor. It's just horrible. Everything they do is so bad. If they're going to try to stop piracy for the Switch games with Genova, here's the deal. Um, with the emulation on the computer, the computer is very easy to program with. You don't have to worry about going through certain back doors or whatever because you have an open platform. On a video game system, yeah, that's harder to do. This will be cracked um, for sure, 100%. Um, team Empress is the only person that can, or not person, but only team that can crack um, Denova uh, copy protection. They're going to jump on this very quickly. Um, also, Dead Specimen wants to uh, join in. He just said in the private chat. Um, but, yeah, it's here's the deal. Nintendo already lost because you have the Steam Deck. Me and you shat shit on the Steam Deck. Now I'm sorry I didn't get one. <laughs> I know, man. Me too. I, I feel bad, man. We were like, it's not going to be better. We got a switch that does everything. Eric sent me videos of this of like all consoles running on there, like really well. And here's the deal with this with the uh, Steam Deck: you can run cracked PC games. You can have desktop mode and do all that administrative stuff. Because I asked him, can you do that? And he's like, yeah, you can do it. No problem. Works great. Battery life's good. He's going to update the um, internal drive to a one terabyte soon. So I'm telling you, Nintendo already lost. And it's not going to save the games because here's the deal. If someone's going to pirate, they're going to pirate. That's what it comes down to. Oh, you're going to stop it. Denova's not going to stop it. A cracker is going to crack it. Empress is going to crack it or someone else is going to crack it. Or it's going to be a stupid open door in it. That's true. No, but here's the deal. One more thing. With Denova... If they implant the copy protection into the firmware, it's going to be easier to remove in the firmware than probably in the games. That's what I'm thinking. Blanket out or something. There's there. I'm, I've been thinking about this in my head for a couple of days. How is the team going to crack this? Either they're going to do it through the firmware or they're going to come up with an, a- an a- application to remove the copy protection through the uh, ROM. Mm. Okay. Now, go ahead and bring my man Dead Specimen in. Uh, you know who it is? What's up, Dad? Okay. So, 
uh, first off, I just want to apologize for being gone here, uh, last week. So I've been dealing with a lot of shit, but oh, you know, I got some words on this. Oh man, so that specimen. There's, there's a, this one. I, I want, I want you to get that off. I, I have questions to ask you, but first, you predicted this, right? There were others that were along with you, but this was something you were stating from the moment they they announced specs. What made you, you know, a lot of people, they failed before in the past. You said that. You said, I remember their past failures, but you think they're going to get this one right. Why did you think that? We'll be back after a quick break. You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It it only takes structure. And, And, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Nah, man. So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little? You mean? Yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm Y'all already? Yeah, oh, I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, we all artists, man. We go. You feel me? We gonna have this like. Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kai, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right now. With this I gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I gotta lie. Don't play with it. Take that shit serious. I'm gonna be real. I don't know what the fuck I said on this topic before, <laughs> because th- this this shocked me. I I honestly thought Denuvo just kind of backed off into a corner, and they were like, you know, oh, we're just gonna, you know, at this point, we're just gonna, you know, we're gonna give EA, we're gonna make EA games shittier than they already are. That's what they've been doing for years, and I thought that that's where they were just gonna sit. I haven't heard of any big major Denuvo uh, game releases recently having Denuvo in it. And so I thought they went and upped and fucked off. And then they decided to go and say, hey, Switch owners, fuck you. Now, uh, my overarching question for this, right? If, if I was able, if I was told, Specimen, you can go up to the CEO of Denuvo and say one question to them. My question would be, what's the point? The Switch is five years into its life cycle. Any game any person would care to pirate has already been has already come out. Okay, maybe Prime 4. Maybe Metroid Prime 4 would be a good game to have Denuvo on. No, but they're going to get then, into the um, Breath of the Wild 2, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. My, my other thing, though, is, and this is something no one's been talking about, and this is what really confuses me. They're, they're so panicked about emulation. Emulation, emulation, emulation. That's the threat. That's the threat. What about chipped switches? I have a hot, I have a hack switch. Nothing in their press release and nothing in their tweets say anything about modded switches. So you're telling me that I can load up my modded switch and pirate the game just fine and your shitty anti-piracy isn't going to detect anything? But if I load it in an emulator, it will? Uh, cool. You're telling me that I only need a $300 and maybe a $90 device if I have a newer switch to play games instead of a $1,000 gaming computer? Wow, what a steal! Thanks for t- thanks for basically making my choice easier on how I'm gonna pirate games, Denubo. You fucking idiots. So let's say this: Nintendo stated they had no input on this. So theoretically, that would mean your first party titles, your Metroid, Breath of the Wild. I'll be back in one second. I get my laptop charger. Yeah, go ahead. You're fine. But that would mean that none of those titles would be included with this anti-tamper protection. Do you think that special? I'm gonna ask you. Do you think this is something that third-party publishers are actually requesting? Not Nintendo. Let's just say you know third-party publishers are worried about. Do you think that's a fact, or do you think that 
Denuvo's just kind of sticking their nose in it for no reason. What do you think? It's some reason that they've come out and it's made a lot of noise. So why do you think so? I think EA's uh, CEO probably jizzed over this, but not only that, honestly, um, I, I, I kind of want to go back to what I was saying earlier. I think Denuvo's become irrelevant because I think what people are starting to realize is that game piracy is not the threat that it once was. And even with that, you know, like with, with Game Pass, Game Pass has made game piracy less desirable. It's $10 a month, you know. I, I am I, I don't think at least I've been a huge Microsoft fanboy on here, but I definitely am a Microsoft guy. I, you know, I'm a Nintendo guy as well, but I'm a Microsoft. Well, I'm really a Valve guy, and you know I was sucking the Steam Deck stick before you were, but you know, my my order is Steam, Nintendo, Microsoft. And Microsoft has not made the most consumer-friendly decisions in the past years, but I think Game Pass is one of the best things they've ever created because if they were charging $20, $30, $40 for Game Pass, I'd say that's ridiculous. You're basically paying the same price for a game, and yeah, you get all the games, but you have a keep paying us or we'll take your games away. And I've never really been a huge fan of that. But $10? Okay, you're getting into cheap enough territory now where I can actually go, you know what? You're letting me download the games to my hard drive so I don't have to deal with any cloud bullshit. And as long as you guys get my money, you'll let me play my games. You know what? This is worth it. And I think it's a great service. And it's making piracy less desirable for a lot of people. And mm. so Denuvo and a lot of anti-tamper software has become a lot more relevant recently, especially because all new games coming out basically suck all. So no one wants to pirate them. You know, I think I said this in the chat last week that I, FIFA, the new FIFA games, I, mean, I don't care about sports games to begin with, but even if I did, I wouldn't bother pirating them. Why bother? Why waste your internet? Why waste your time? It's not well, worth it. Here's the deal. How would Denova um, anti-piracy protection horseshit know that's being running through an emulator unless there's a note inside the protection, hey, look for this emulator, hey, look for this emulator. But as soon as this happens, they're going to be able to um, fix this. So, so And that's, that's my worry, too, is that, okay, a way a lot of anti-tamper work, I'm like... ...about getting the uh, Switch games emulator on the PC, but here's the deal. To buy a bare bones gaming PC that runs really good in, on emulation is going to be, let's say, nine hundred to a thousand dollars. To buy a hack switch to get a chip installed, it's like four or five hundred dollars. Or if you're lucky enough to find a version one, you can buy one for three hundred dollars and plug it into the fucking TV and call it a day. Makes no sense. Yeah, and that was the point that I had earlier. But not only that, the other thing I'm thinking is, okay, they're doing this one of two ways. They're either a checking for some variable, right? Because like with SNES games, the way that they detected that you had a, a a copy device attached was that it had, I think it was more SRAM than you were supposed to have. And when it detected that, it would lock up. So they either have to be doing something like that, where they're checking for some setting that a normal switch couldn't do, or they're doing something weird with some way the game's running doing that that freaks me out because what the hell happens if your switch just runs like garbage what if you haven't repasted your switch since you bought it back in november of 20 or uh march of 2017 it, so you're telling me that my switch not running as well as it should is going to gouge my games to think i'm pirating it like how i i this scares me because you can't do the same things on a switch legitimately that you can do on a pc they can do a lot of weird shit with the kernel and all that to check to see if you're doing some weird shit you can't do that facts i'm really worried that they're gonna and that's 
man. You breaking up and you you making yeah. excellent points, man. You breaking up, but I, I was. I think dead. I think dead is dead. <laughs> I'm alive. I just got bad internet. I figured. I figured it was something, man. And you're killing it with the points, man. I will be honest. All of that is true. One thing I would say, though, is it possible that it's not just Denuvo seeking this out randomly? Is it some leeway? Now, Nintendo claims, even it's in that article, they also have another article on Nintendo Life where Nintendo specifically said they ain't have nothing to do with this. Do you think it's possible that, and I know, Dead, from your stance, you're saying that Denuvo's dead. They see their death coming. And I agree with you on a lot of points of piracy. Microsoft did get it right. They got it right. They let you say, hey, pay 20 bucks for developer mode. <laughs> Load your shit up. Hey, bring all your SNES games, all that, 20 bucks. Hey, cool. And they don't seem to deal with the issues. But other systems, PlayStation, Nintendo, they kind of deal with it. So I'm with you on the fanboyism of Microsoft. But is it possible these publishers and developers are saying, man, we're not making our fair share. And we're tired of it. And maybe it's because the piracy that's going on. Is now, it- here's, the, here's the deal that pisses me off with Genova. For instance, I have crappy internet here, right? And if I was a legitimate person, like the guy that lives next door, and I paid for all my shit, and I'm playing a Genova game title, oh, my internet's lagging. Oh, can't play the game, you know, not even online, just single player. I don't play online. So, all oh, the game keeps crashing. All oh, your connection. Oh, Joe, I got some words for you. What? Hey, think about this though. They can't be. They can't be doing online because it's a portable console. Imagine if fucking the yeah. DSi yeah. had Denuvo yeah. on it. Like you, you. Yeah. They, I, I'll, I'll say this: if they're doing an always online DRM, then they're literally just making this a worthless console. Like, yeah, it's a portable console, except some games are so paranoid about pirated that you can't play them without internet. Here's the deal. I'm going to do a little prediction here. For the Genova to work, maybe they'll put it in Breath of the Wild 2, and it's going to be like Hitman Absolution or whatever that game was called, where you could only play the game on an online server. You know? That could happen. I mean, they're going to piss off a lot of the Zelda fans and shit, but that might happen. Oh, you never know. It's going to kill the that's going to kill the Switch as a whole. And yeah. I was going to say, performance has been a big thing already for the Switch. Now, if they do it offline, you simply just tell the publisher, whether whoever it may be, hell, if I'm the publisher, I'm putting out a game. They just say, hey, Nick, put this into your code. Simple as that. Put it into your code before you even release the game. So the moment I release the game, that anti-tamper protection is already in the code. So... Shouldn't that be good? Wouldn't that be good enough to keep me? Or how long would that last? How does that work as far as breaking the protection? That's well, the deal. Here's the You want me to go? Here, you want sorry, to go? Joe, go. Okay, this is what I think. If they implement this in the Nintendo Switch games for the Switch console, Tinfoil will come out with a plugin that says, hey, you know, run this fake account plus run this and you'll be all set, ready to go. 
it's going to be a lot easier to crack this on the switch with this guy who makes the signature patches than maybe with a, a tinfoil add-on or whatever. But, you know, there's there's no fucking point. The Switch's life is almost over. They need to worry about the new console so we can get SXOS in it. That specimen, you had something? <laughs> well, and since my other thing, I, the way I see things is that I, I really think they go through with this. It, it, it's going to kill the console. I, I really do. One, one thing that a lot of people have, I mean, people have been talking about performance, about, you know, just how, I mean, like you said, Joe, the console's almost dead. It's almost naturally reached yeah. the end of its life cycle. So this just seems like a waste of time. But let's also think about this. The Switch, the original Switch, has, like, no storage on it. So if you look at games pre and post Denuvo, or games that have had cracks that had actually completely removed the Denuvo, Denuvo adds, like, hundreds of megabytes, hundreds of megabytes, to the game files and so have all your games now coming out with denuvo that's you're going to have gigabytes of your storage being just wasted by denuvo you're right that was yeah you're 100 right about that resident evil i believe when they actually took out the denuvo was gigabytes of data i felt so bad for people playing resident evil 8 village their gaming pc was much more powerful than mine as mine was built in 2016 they're playing it on 30 you know, 30 XXX graphics cards and everything. They're getting 15 frames per second. I have a cracked Emperor's copy, and I'm getting 60 frames on a, a fucking GTX 1080 with 16 gigabytes of RAM and an i7 processor. You know, yeah. honestly, if they really wanted to do this properly, what they would need to do is they need to get it implemented. Get, get it implemented. And that way, what you're dealing with is, you know, it, it, not wasting because if you actually have it working directly where you know because that's the thing okay in the end if this had no impact on the end user you could make a drm that doesn't have an impact on the end user i shit because okay yeah haha funny i'm the codex guy but like in the end okay yeah piracy is bad for the for the um for the development but the problem is that denuvo is garbage yeah, the online checking system is horrible because, like, for instance, like with me, I don't really have internet. It works sometimes and it doesn't work. I'm on, a like, a city hotspot with Xfinity. I don't have to pay for internet because I already pay for internet at my um, restaurant. And I'm never home. I couldn't play online with those fucking checks. The game would crash. It's fucking retarded. So let me let me play devil's I, advocate I, to both <laughs> Go ahead, Death Specimen. Go ahead. I want to hear what you had today. Oh no, it was it wasn't gonna be anything big. It was just basically gonna be like this isn't gonna work. Like it's just gonna go, it's just gonna exist for five minutes. Two games are gonna use it, no one's gonna buy them because everyone's gonna review bombic shit and then they're gonna stop supporting it. And maybe they'll bring it to whatever new switch comes out, or maybe they'll say, Yeah, not everyone hates us, including non pirates, we're not gonna bother. And once again, I think that having hacks, which is more of a threat model than emulators, so they're not even going after the right thing. So let me ask this now, and I'm gonna play devil's advocate. If I am releasing a game, and let's say the game is developed for the Nintendo Switch. As a developer, I know that this console has a piracy market, okay? 
And as a developer, I want to make sure that I reap the maximum benefits. I got to pay the publisher. Right? I got to pay these people. I got to pay all these other people. Marketing team, I got to pay all these. So I might get a little cut. So I need maximum profits. I know there is a piracy market. That is a big piracy market. Would I be wrong for adding any? Forget Denuvo. Would I be wrong for adding any anti-tamper protection to my own game, whether it hinders performance is another thing. But let's just say it doesn't in this case. Would I be wrong for adding it to my game? No, because you're a company you can add it. There is one way around this. I don't want to say it because they're probably watching us. For Denova to work offline, what they can do is they can implement for the switch a dongle on the bottom of the switch, like an RCM loader, where, hey, you got to take around this fucking stupid little thing with you, plug it into your switch, and okay, it gives you the verification check offline. That's the only way they can do an offline verification check by putting a dongle in. Like back in the day, with with a really, really expensive uh, computer program, you'd have to have a dongle, but then the crackers emulated the dongle. Now, would I be wrong if I just say I put something to break Ryujinx or the popular emulators? Let's just say I put something in that I know, hey, Ryujinx loads this way. So if you try to load my game, bam, can't load it on the most popular emulator there is. Is that good enough, that specimen? So here's the way I see things, okay? Number one, I don't know if Steven thinks you've got 100 million switch there. And, like, I would argue 90 switches are not even packed in one way or the other, meaning you can't pirate on them. So you you have 90 million people, you know, 90 million consoles at least, that you could be selling your game to. And of the, you know, I think I said 1%, and I, I don't know why I said 90 million, so let's fix that 99 million. You have one million yeah. switches. I'm, I'm, I'm just being very general and I'm making up numbers here, but let's just say 1%. You have 1% attack switches. 500,000 of those are probably people that are still paying for their games anyways. They just have it hacked for pure homebrew and they're not pirates. The rest of them are the pirates. And they're people that probably weren't ever going to buy your game in the first place. I'd say just forget about it. Those are sales you weren't ever going to get in the first place. So, okay, fine. You come up with some perfect anti-whatever that doesn't interfere with the gameplay okay great go ahead i understand that and you know you know i i see why you want to protect your you know your creation and that's totally okay i just think it's a waste of time because you're not i don't think it's going to generate as much revenue as i think it will maybe you'll get one or two extra game sales and i've talked to a lot of people that emulate their games they buy their games anyways so they dump their own games or at worst they buy the game and then download it technically illegally but they still bought the fucking game so <laughs> you know a lot of people they emulate their games just because they, they can get a better experience they can play the games in 4k or whatever on their pc they don't do it because they want to pirate if someone wants to pirate they just want to get every game and play it as easily as possible they're going to buy a hack switch get a 512 gig sd card load all the roms onto it and then just have what looks like a normal switch just with a bunch of pirated games on it it, it really you know I, I know I keep repeating this, but it really is just a lack of knowledge of the Switch ecosystem. <laughs> that was 99% of us, by the way, Dan Specimen. <laughs> yeah, that's me, a big one. I got a full ROM set almost. 
Just every, you just load it up with everything. You just walk around with everything on it. And you're like, oh, yeah, I got it all. Hey, what do you want to play? Hey, Mario from 64 or Super Nintendo? Hey, it doesn't matter. You know, so. Totally it's amazing how Nintendo is going the extra mile. You know, you don't see, you know, PlayStation 5 is this close to being hacked. You don't see them going nuts. So close to being hacked. Nintendo was just like, well, we, don't, we don't know what to do anymore. Stop suing everybody and everybody won't be coming after you and hacking your stuff. That's what it comes down to. And you know what? Nintendo has been very protective over their IP. And they've been lasting through the years. Okay. They've been lasting. It's been a long time. Who am I to say? Okay. You want a hot take? IP. Nick, Nick you want a hot take? <laughs> Give Everything it to me, that's- man. I want it. Everything that has happened to Nintendo over the years that they have completely and utterly asked for and deserve. Yes, hundred percent right, guaranteed, hands down. You now, know, like, you think they would go to, they would go I, to Microsoft I, and say, "Hey, how can we improve our security?" I'm sure Microsoft wouldn't care because they're fucking bleeding money. Yeah, but it's and that's my thing. And here's the thing: from what I've seen. I mean, Microsoft has ever only ever once taken serious action against a hacker, and that was when someone had posted, I think, like a full decrypted Nanda dump of the original Xbox back when that console was relevant. And you know what? That's fair. The dude did it on like his university website with his name on it. So yeah, fine. And you know, they didn't even take legal action against him. They called up the dude and was like, "Could you take that down, please?" And he did, and he left them alone. So they didn't touch him with the original anyone with the original Xbox minus a phone call. I don't believe they touched anybody with the 360 minus binning people which you know what do it that way do it within the console don't start suing people left and right because they're trying to have fun with your system and the xbox one never got hacked neither did the xbox has the xbox series x so they've had no one to touch because they let people do most of the legal shit that people want to do with a modded console anyways so microsoft has done it the right way sony has been a little bitch about it but they've still gotten all their stuff hacked anyways and it's kind of funny and they haven't really done anything recently but they did sue geohot which i still really hate sony for and then you have nintendo who would fucking sue you if you said the word switch incorrectly <laughs> now there is something that you touched on, man. And you brought it up with like Geo Hot and other things. And Nintendo suing others. You know, they're suing people left and right. What do you think it is? Like you mentioned Microsoft not having to deal with any of the things that these others have to deal with. Nick, pin on Magnus's comment up here. They did this for the 360. The guy that leaked the live source code went to jail and stuff. Okay. okay, that's deserved, though. He leaked source code. That's deserved. So he did go to jail. Okay. Like, now you don't, you don't, like, it's one, it's one thing to develop a jailbreak for a console. It's one thing to hack into a company. Like, the people who hacked into Nintendo and leaked all their shit, okay, cool. Glad we have all that. But at the same time, you did, you did commit many cyber crimes doing that that had a actual impact on the company it's not a serious impact on the company to jailbreak a console it is to hack into their systems that, that there's a, a distinction between that i just want to make that clear no i agree with you here's the deal back in the day you couldn't get on a ps3 you couldn't get over 3.55 for a very very long time and the reason why we still have a hard cfw on a higher firmware was a Chinese coder leaked the firmware key, the actual real long 
400 key or whatever the fuck it was called. I don't remember what it was called. And thanks to that one person, we have a hard CFW on latest firmware. That one person did all this. And I don't think he was yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm uh, willing so- to have if 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 our custom firmware development for literally any console gets slowed down because people aren't hacking into companies and leaking keys, I'd be okay with that. Atmosphere got developed in a completely clean way with no weird tricks. It was done with the console and whatever tools they could get their hands on to manipulate the console. And while again I have my my gripes with the at- with the atmosphere team, at least they did it in a completely legal, safe and ethical way. I have a problem with custom firmware getting developed because someone hacked into Sony and stole a key from them. That That's just not okay. I agree with you 120%. So let me ask you both this. I'm not sure if you both are familiar with how the games launch in the system, but we have seen PlayStation 4 games pirated like crazy. Okay, left and right. We've seen Nintendo Switch games pirated like crazy. Uh, Xbox 360, we've seen a lot of pirating, but since the Xbox One and the Series X and these different ones, we have not seen the piracy. Now, is it because Microsoft has changed their launch methods of the game? So, for instance, it runs in like a virtual sandbox environment to where if everything's not perfect and conditions are not met, the game doesn't run and others are not doing that. There has to be something there with Microsoft to where we're seeing not even the Xbox One. I think the Microsoft security is tighter than a nun's asshole because here's the deal. (laughs) I can't resist that. Um, It's been like, what, over like 10 years? I don't know when the the Xbox One came out, but it's like ridiculous. You haven't... you haven't cracked the Xbox One, but motherfucker, the PS5 is just close to being cracked. This fucking close. I I know What's why. I know exa- I know why exactly. It's for three reasons. Look. Two of them relating to the Xbox, and one relating to the PlayStation. Um, the reason why Xbox stuff hasn't been cracked is because at least two, at least one third of the people who would hack a system have been deterred. There's three main reasons people hack a console emulation piracy homebrew uh, emulation's already been solved because of the 20 dollars developer developer mode it's not the cleanest way to do it but you know what if you can buy a 300 400 500 console you can fork over 20 bucks for a developer mode and then you can load up retroarch and you've got basically any emulator you'd ever want so those people who would want to hack a console for that they don't care about the xbox one because their way to hack it is 20 dollars Second, there's a problem with developer mode now. If you pay them the $20 for developer mode, they put a timer on your Xbox. If you don't publish anything in six months, they delete your account and you can never get it back. I thought they reverted that. I have no idea. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. I'm not really sure. That was was a big thing for, for a while, but then apparently they started reinstating people's accounts and it was an accident. Okay. So I remember I heard a while ago i'm like how the fuck can you do that to somebody yeah i, I hope i'm correct on that but from what i saw someone contacted them and then a lot of people contacted them and they're like yeah this isn't supposed to be happening we're gonna we're gonna revert it well, um he says he think they did so magnus is probably right because that, that definitely happened i i know that happened i watched that go down but i swear on my life they reverted that but if they didn't i'm gonna be really disappointed um but if they do though then they're making the exact same mistake sony did with the ps3 and with the other os like literally the exact same mistake you know other os allowed you to run homebrew 
This is allowing you to run emulation. Yep. I remember that. So, but let's, let's assume, let's just assume I'm correct because it, it makes my point easier. Um, mm -hmm. So you don't have people who want emulation, right? You don't have them wanting to hack the system. Homebrew kind of, because UWP is a bitch out for, but if you really, really want to make homebrew for the console, you physically are able to. So now no one wants to make UWP shit, but it is available. So a lot of homebrew devs just don't care. So who do you have left? You have piracy and there's not a lot of piracy hackers out there. And look, say what you want, but con team executor was kind of that group, the gateway team or whatever. They were kind of that group. And now a lot of them are gone. There's not a lot of people out there who are willing to hack a console for piracy, especially when you need to sell a physical device. It's a lot easier to anonymously upload files to websites other people host. It's a lot harder to get a product manufactured and sold to people. So when you only have one or maybe one and a half of the three groups of hackers that you need to want to mod a console, it's very unlikely it's going to get hacked. And then to add to that, even for the piracy people, UWP is notoriously difficult to crack because that's both game protection and the actual operating system pretending protecting the game. I remember that there were a lot of UWP cracked games that Windows updates would make the crack stop working. Windows would be changed so the crack stop working. And so all Microsoft would need to do would need to update their console, which that thing is so fucking connected online that, that basically it wouldn't be possible for you to take it offline and they could stop the piracy. So yeah, because they, of UWP and their online DRM and the, the fact that a lot of the hacker groups aren't there, I don't think we'll ever see that Series X or the Xbox One get a major hack ever. No, you're 100% right. And that's the thing that pisses me off with the Series X. No lie, Nick, it's still in the box. I can't even play it because I have no internet. So it's like actually, like if the Xbox magically got hacked tomorrow, I'd be able to hack it because it's still on whatever, I don't know what the latest firmware of the Series X is, but it's on not even the first build. It's probably on a beta. Um, <laughs> just like that, the DRM shit pisses me off because for the people that don't have internet, and there are people that don't have internet or shitty internet like myself or people overseas in the military, it's like, you can't fucking like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, you're serving for your shitty country that you shouldn't serve for, but you can't use this because you have no internet. It's the whole DRM internet thing really pisses me off. And, you know, so, it's just like, you can't do here, that. Here's the other thing, too, that I was going to mention for the PlayStation side. These windows. They use FreeBSD, which is a, like, I think it might be Linux-based, but it, I, it might be, like, a force, like, a, like, Windows, Mac, Linux, and then I think FreeBSD is, like, its own thing. And it's an open-source operating system, so people can look in it and look for bugs, and if there's a bug in the PS, at least four, I don't know if the five is, still is, but I think it's still FreeBSD-based. If someone has an exploit with the PS5, they found a FreeBSD exploit and vice versa. So if I wanted to, I could go look through the latest version of FreeBSD, find some sort of exploit, and if I can find a rental exploit in it, I just gotta go find a WebKit exploit. Once I got both, bam, hack the PS5. It's nowhere near, and also the they, I guess it's a lot easier to get game packages or whatever for the PS5. So, Sony's kind of shooting themselves in the foot by not developing a custom OS, which, granted that worked out great for Nintendo, but that also was mostly Nvidia's fault, so you win some, you lose some, but I mean, it's, 
I don't think their console would have been hacked like six months to a year out of the gate if it wasn't for the fact that they were using an open source operating system. And yes, I you ask any security expert, security by obscurity, aka we don't have our program open source and we tell no one how to how it works so they can't find exploits. It's never really a good method of security, but evidently it's worked well for Microsoft. So, yep, I would say you nailed it with that answer and. A lot of people, you know, wonder, me, myself, is it just the security of Microsoft is better? But you mentioned the UWP packages and how that is. I agree. Have seen it on my PC myself. You're right. Update breaks it. Now you have to go through and update the game and everything else before you can play it. That's a beautiful example. The amount of people. You're right. There's not. I don't run across people. You know, it used to be a time where everyone says, man, I want to hack my Xbox Series X. Man, I want to hack my Xbox One. It's getting less and less. It's the younger generation. You know why? They're fucking lazy. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. Dog, I'm I am the younger you. generation. No, yeah, I would say, say, I think the younger generation, like, think of the Steam Deck. That is everything. You know, when you look at the Steam Deck, and which that's oh. best, give him credit to mentioned before. Uh, beautiful. But you have something to say about the, the Steam Deck. Go ahead, because I, I forgot to I, mention that before we were talking about I that. Let me tell you what. I could not have been more happy to be right. And this, this isn't even me gloating about being right. It's the fact that Steam did everything I wanted and more. You can put Windows on it. I would never do that. I'd rather kill myself to put wins on the Steam Deck, but you can. They said, fuck it. They let you replace parts in it. They partnered with iFixit. They did everything to say, look, man, we just want to sell you a good product. Do whatever the fuck you want with it. If you fuck it up, that's on you, buddy. But you know what? You want to put Windows on it? Go ahead. You want to load it up with Discord or whatever third-party software you want? Go ahead. You want to be a complete and utter fucking loser and put windows on it go right ahead they let you do whatever you want it is my dude i tell you what as soon as i'm getting a steady income i'm buying a steam deck i don't even give a shit if i'm ever going to use it i just want it because these fuck valve has put themselves in a position where they deserve my money (laughs) you could not have you you could not have made a more giant middle finger to the other game console companies than the steam deck Oh man, you can do so much stuff. Uh, Eric sent me some videos of it, and the shit's amazing. Dreamcast emulation, um, Sega Saturn's hard to emulate, that's working out pretty good. A lot of good emulation on there, you know. Also, he did some, um, I think Xbox 360 emulation on there. I kind of forget, it was a couple weeks ago, but it's like definitely like I'm kicking myself. Switch emulation, Uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. switch emulation is beautiful. I've seen it. My biggest, the biggest thing I love is running the um, the Fit Girl and also the um, Skid Row repacks. Because I'm all about the repacks, man. Switch was copying their fucking whatever it was called, their phone. Watch Nintendo turn right around and sue St- uh, Valve because of the Steam Deck, and they wouldn't have done it, but now because someone many people are emulating it they're basically like oh you guys wanted this to happen 100 percent right you know i can see that three weeks later oh nintendo suing over patent and copyright infringement these fucking bastards no you know what i can see that big business speaks and all 
you know, Steam has to do is release some patch, you know. Hey, now we release this patch, you know, it's anti-tamper protection for Nintendo Switch games. And Except we'll- now, fuck you, I switched to Windows. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's the other thing, too, in that people don't, at least I haven't seen people do, is that, right, people are talking about, like, oh, you know, you could run Steam OS, and it runs great, but hey, if you really want to, you could switch to Windows. You can also just switch to a different Linux distribution. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's got PC hardware. Any Linux distribution will work just fine on it. You might need to get some drivers installed, but, like, basically, the way that Valve has released this, and thank God they have, but, I mean, they really don't have much control over the hardware at all. Or the software. It's a very well-customized version of Linux, but that's all it is. They didn't put any restrictions on the hardware, which I hope they never do. I hope they stick to that, because God knows how many times that they've started out, you know, companies start out with that, and then they get scared because of something, and they start restricting. They've made pretty much unrestricted hardware. It comes with basically unrestricted software, but if you really don't like their customization, you can change it out. And so, I, yeah, I mean, I don't see them doing anything. What I see Valve doing, if Nintendo says anything, if they can prove that the, the hardware design doesn't infringe on anything, they basically just got to say, dude, we're selling PCs. You're really going to sell a PC manu- sue a PC manufacturer because people are doing shit with a PC that they could do on a normal tower? I agree. That's going to be hard to prove. Also, the AI, Noya, how you ever pronounce that? That You were talking about before, Nick, the AY, Neo, whatever. Yeah, that's how you pronounce it. They're also coming out with a new um, deck, whatever the fuck you want to call it, handheld. MVG did a video about it, but the Steam Deck still outperforms that new handheld that costs more money, so there's no point of even buying that newer version of it because it's having a really hard time emulating. So it's kind of like, what's the point of doing that? And their handheld, mostly, that's what they uh, target. Yeah, the audience has emulation and on Windows. But it's just like it's cheaper to buy a Steam Deck, and the results are like thirty-five percent better. So you're better off buying the Steam Deck. Well said. Now, Joe, dead specimen. Any last words? Like and subscribe to Nick Moses 05. Catch us on the Facebook page. Um, if anybody's wondering, Eric's taking a break. Um, he's doing family stuff. I'm not saying when he's coming back or whatever. But I haven't had time. I'm going to post the um, the new repacks. They're not new repacks. They're just the ones from last month because a lot of people have been PMing me. Um, one for the OLED and one for the um, version one unpatched. Cool. Man, salute. Dead specimen, any last words? Fuck Denuvo. Fuck Nintendo. We love Steam. Buy a Steam Deck or I will squat in your house. And also, Substitute Moses. <laughs> Shout out, man. Both of you gentlemen, man. Enjoy your day, and we're going to keep this Love show. Love the show as always. Take care, gentlemen. I'll let y'all. Bye. Oh, man. Both of them, man. Both of those gentlemen represent, man. Let's get them a couple gunshots. Up with and all it, that, it, that up, specimen in Joe. Yo, Young OG came with it today. Young OG came with it. Solid points. A lot of solid points he got. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Um... It is kind of late. I think Nintendo Switch is on the end. I don't think it's going to last much longer. Um, So why do this anti-tamper protection now? Are you preparing for something? Are you on your deathbed and you're reaching for anything to stick to? Something. Because I'm not going to lie, it's it's a little too late. If you would have been doing that a while ago, it might have been different. We do have big titles being released 
on Nintendo, but it said Nintendo had nothing to do with it. So if Nintendo has nothing to do with it, that means their first party titles will not even be affected. So it would probably be third party. Do you see a third party publisher doing or? I don't know. But nonetheless, you know, Denovo, shout out to you. Do your thug fizzle. Do whatever it is. I'll give you a bomb. Hopefully you don't screw up and you at least make some living for yourself. And it's good. And you actually help. That's what I got to say. Okay. Now let's go ahead and move on. The next image by Yahoo. Oh, oh, my goodness. Yo, 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 yo. This was crazy. This is crazy right here. How my Lord. This was crazy. I'm going to tell y'all why this was crazy. Now, for those who see the gentleman behind me, do I need to move my chair? Do you need to see him? This is Corey Kenshin. Okay. Corey's popular on YouTube, man. Huge. Millions of subscribers. My daughter introduced me to one of Corey's videos. Okay. I said, man, wow, this dude. Okay. These videos are a little entertaining. Like this. Okay. She also introduced me to uh, Mark, Mark, Markiplier. Is that how you pronounce it? Okay. So regardless, you know, she introduced me to both of them and they're popular YouTubers. And you say, yeah, move to your left. There you go. There you go. That's a good shot right there. There you go. Okay. And I, you know, I got his picture up. Everybody can go look him up. Corey Kenshin. Okay. His name is on there. Right. So the reason we're talking about this today, because Corey got a chance to experience something that I have been experiencing for years. Corey said it's been happening for years, too, but finally he, he was able to catch it. When you're at the top of the top, you can catch these certain things. OK, but we've seen it recently. Hell, what is it? Driver Zoo? He, he just had his channel. He had to bring it back up. He's still trying to get back to where he was. Channel taken. YouTube. It seems to be a common situation on this. So this is going to be, um, I don't want to send a, a, like, hey, this is YouTube. You suck and you need to change. No, no, no. Because my videos are on YouTube too. That's like telling your boss to shove one up his ass. Right. Hey, boss, take one. Hey, boss. (laughs) You know, you can't really do that to your boss. Right. So I'm going to give these words of encouragement the right way. So let's first break down Corey's situation. And then we'll go ahead and break down the relevance of what it's been having and what it's been for a while. And not only I have suffered with multiple people in this homebrew community for video games have suffered as well. So, Corey Kenshin, famous YouTuber, puts up a video in the game. I think it's the Mortuary Assistant or something like that. Mortuary something like, you know, I, I could look it up. But you guys, it's uh, Kenshin. I believe it's Kenshin. Did I misspell it? Did I misspell it or something? Corey uh, Kenshin? I thought I had it right. Okay, I, I think so. Kenshin? Kashin. Kenshin, <laughs> no, Kenshin, Kenshin, like Ken, like Kenshin Himara Manslayer. Damn it, Magnus! 
All right, you got me on that one, man. Okay. All right, so we're just going to say Corey. We'll call him CK. CK, can we get down with CK? You're right. And, and Joe put down the full name. We'll go with CK. Thank you. Thank you. We'll go with CK. So let's break down the CK situation. So my man CK, um, and I want to get the title of the game because they do need their respect, right? If I'm going to be talking about the game, least I can do is give the game its respect. So the game is called, and I'm going to find it. There we go. Okay, the game is called The Mortuary's Assistant. So I was right there. So there is a game called The Mortuary's Assistant that CK, my man Corey, was playing, right? So like any video, Corey's views skyrocket every time he hits YouTube. This dude takes breaks from YouTube, and when he comes back, pop, 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 who bow, rock bottom YouTube. Like he comes down smacking YouTube on the numbers. Props to you, Corey. Shout out, Corey. Let me give you, let me give you a couple of gunshots and a Booker T. Because you, you're killing. You're killing. Oh, and look at that. Somebody, 14.2 million. That is no joke, folks. That is a lot of subscribers. My man CK puts in numbers. So CK puts in numbers for the mortuary assistant. Now, he's playing a game like he plays any other game. Post a video like anything else, right? Now, CK, my man, has family-friendly content. So he goes through. He bleeps out curses. He makes sure there's no no, no vulgar content, no nudity, no sexual themes, or, you know, not trying to get that. Very family-friendly, from what I know, okay? I don't watch a lot of CK. I'm be honest. So that's a good thing because it opens you up to a bigger audience, so the mortuary assistant video that CK had up, my man Corey, actually was age restricted. So we've all had this as YouTubers. We've had these weird YouTube, you know, times they come for you, right? So he gets it. So he files an appeal as anybody does. You don't understand. You're looking at the video. I've had this as well. I've had videos say, hey, you know, this video was not allowed for monetization. I go back through and actually watch it. I don't see anything. I appeal. And most of the times I win. Like majority of times I win those appeals. So let me say that first. So I can say that at least on YouTube's back. Majority of time I win those appeals. But there are the times where the appeals stick. And in this case, the appeal stuck for Corey. So this video was age restricted. So Corey's wrapping his mind around this. Like, why is it age restricted? So Corey got a team. He got other people, managers, and everybody looking at the video. So everybody's watching this video, and they're trying to understand what about this content. So they finally come up with a certain portion of the game that they figure is what's causing the flag. So they dig deeper. They start going through. They start looking at other YouTubers who were also big popular YouTubers around similar numbers who were streaming the same game, who had up the same video. And he noticed that they didn't have age restrictions. Mm. Funny business. One of the most famous ones is Markiplier. And I think that's how you pronounce it. Anybody correct me on this. I, You know, I'm old guy. 
I'll be watching, you know, a lot of these. I just get in and dabble out, and I, I keep mixing in with the, the folks out in the real life. <laughs> okay. Like I said, real life, because I'm out there at the events and all that. So I don't get to see too much of Markiplier's and, and Corey and all that. So that's just me. But Markiplier's won. And he's one that had this video up, playing it, going through same parts as Corey. No age restriction. So then Corey gets furious. Corey brings a video to light stating this. And what do you know? The age restriction gets lifted from Corey's video. Then, next thing you know, it gets slapped back on. But everybody else has age restrictions too. It's almost like they admitted a problem and they had to fix it because there was a lot of noise and light around it. Bam. That's the gist of Corey's situations. So Corey right now seemed to, I don't know if you really helped Corey, be honest, you're my dog, but I think you got everybody age restricted, partner. Okay, that's dry snitching from where I'm from. You dry snitch, but nonetheless, it was rightfully so. You were you were supposed to dry snitch in this situation. I would say that. So let me explain something to everyone who might not be at 14 point you know, 2 million subscribers. Not a lot. There's an elite group there. This happens on a much larger scale. This is not something happening with your market pliers and just quarries. This is something happening to small streamers as well. I myself have had multiple videos taken down. I've had my channel taken. I filed appeals. And even when they get rejected, even when these things get laid down on you, there's no fine guideline to tell you what the problem is. That's all we're looking for, YouTube. That's all we're looking for. That ain't a lot to ask either. That's not a lot to ask. So, for instance, if I have a three-minute video and you say this video is flagged for sexual content and I look at it and I don't see anything sexual about it. So I file an appeal and you come back and tell me, well, sorry, it didn't stick up. We still see it. Bam. That don't help me fix my issue. I can't correct the problem for future videos if you want a great content creator to keep producing great content. It don't make sense to me. I'm going to give you a story that happened with me, and I'm going to tell you how detailed they got. This was with me. I actually was dealing with Microsoft. I was hacking systems, doing my my thug dizzle, as I like to say, right? And I would sit here and have systems, and this is past seven years, y'all, so I can give all the juice. <laughs> but I had a system that I would typically take from someone that was damaged. And I had so many different serial keys to where I had licenses for Xbox 360s that were under warranty that I could slap stickers on it and send it in and get a brand new Xbox 360. I was trying to buck the system. Guess what happened? I received the system back in a brand new box. I opened it up, but it looked like the same system. I opened the system up, okay, because I, I like to change things, make it look good. I'm looking for why they wouldn't take it. And there was an arrow pointing directly. And when I say an arrow, I'm not talking about somebody wrote an arrow. I'm talking about Microsoft had damn stickers, arrow stickers, and they would point it to the problem. I had a different DVD drive 
than what should have been in the drive for the serial number I provided. Microsoft caught that. They didn't even say a word. They pointed an arrow to the DVD drive. I began to investigate. I began to find out it was the DVD drive. Very simple. Microsoft did that without saying a damn word. YouTube will lay out a whole damn paragraph that means nothing to you and then tell you to watch a video like you a damn kid that just committed a crime and then showed a whole damn sex scene on YouTube. It ain't fair. It ain't right. And it needs to change. So it's either, it's a couple things that's going on with YouTube. It's either one, their moderation process is so damn archaic that it needs to be redone. And you know, YouTube's been out for a lot of years. Respectfully so, if your process is archaic, it's different from when it first came out to now and, and how content is produced. So rightfully so. If it's archaic, I understand YouTube. You got to get to changing that and that's something you should speak about. Two, YouTube is in on it. They actually don't want you to know the real reason that your videos are being scrutinized because it then gives them the power to decide what video to take down and what video to keep up. And I know you might think that's not fair. That's illegal. That could be racist. That could be sexist. That can be everything. But guess what? It's hidden behind rules, community guidelines, two words that we all are familiar with community guidelines. It's under that. So regardless, as long as they can prove that your video is in violation of those community guidelines, they have the right, and you signed that agreement, to have your video taken down. Smooth, bad, play up, pimp stuff that YouTube does. I understand. It's business. It's business. So it's possible that YouTube could be behind. That way you can hold power in politics. You can decide your decisions. Maybe this is not a video to keep up, you know, but this politician is going to help fund this. So I'm going to keep this video up. It, it leans a lot of power towards you. Downright dirty as hell. But I understand. Three, it could also be that it's us. It's us as people that are actually flagging these channels. So. I'll give an example. Um, in the modding community, okay, I did modding tutorials for a long time. I can't say because I haven't done one recently. That's what they did, okay? But I need to get back. But nonetheless, the modding tutorials that I did were very similar to other tutorials. There were many people out there, okay, who said, why are his videos up but mine gets taken down? That's the same thing happening with MVG, Modern Vintage Gamer. We had Driver Zoo who says, my content is very similar to MG, uh, MVG's. So why is my video being taken down but not MVG? It must be a popularity thing. So this is something that has been a problem because terms are not clear. Could it be? That MVG has a huge fan base and they just don't like Driver Zoo. We just don't like you. Okay, you need to do more. Okay, bam, 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 bam. So we just start spam dislike and we report, we report, we report. And then next thing you know, YouTube has to do something about it. One thing's for sure 
it's too much content for YouTube to moderate 24-7, for humans to moderate. I'm not going to say computers. can be done by computers, but it's impossible for humans to be able to moderate all this content. So it could happen, right? And then if something keeps getting flagged, it's brought to human attention, and then they have to look at it. Is it possible that a lot of people just flagged Corey's videos, hating them? Hell, Corey, we don't like you. You're black, Markiplier's white. Oh, blah, 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 blah. we like Markiplier, blah, 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 blah. you know, and then vice versa. You know, I, is that how it is? I don't really want to even say that because I think that should be something that YouTube team can easily see. You can easily see vitriol. You should easily be able to see hate, bigotry. That's something you deal with every day on a social platform. You're a master. YouTube, you should be a master at dealing with bigotry. That's like asking Facebook. Facebook, no, yeah, they screwed up many times because they did it their way and then found out, oh, damn, well, that didn't work. Let's try something else. But they did it their way. So I don't know. It could just be that people are going. So that means the individual. So that means YouTube process is correct. YouTube is actually doing a good job. And it's individuals that are actually flagging these channels and causing these channels to be uh, flagged and taking down other things to happen, right? Which one? I can't even think of anything else. You know, I want to think of a, a fourth way of just saying, you know, whatever it is, but I can't. I think those are one of the three. It has to be one of those three because it's no reason why two different content creators can play the same game with featuring same parts of the video game, but one can be marked as an age restriction and the other one not. There's something wrong there. And if you have computers that handle a lot of this process, which for people who don't know, if you're creating videos, YouTube actually lets you pick the type of moder- uh monetization you should get so which means if there's cursing swearing in your videos sexual themes all of this they ask you before you post a video you can actually put how how bad it is how good it is and they'll actually let you know if your video can be monetized so this is something that if you have it in there you could simply put it but youtube would still after that go through and say oh can't take it And, and just to go even deeper i've had videos that have been similar and they'll get put up and then they'll say, hey, it doesn't meet community guidelines and get taken down. I appeal it. It gets put back up and says, I'm sorry. I have videos that, hey, can't be monetized. Why? It's safe. Appeal. You're right. Okay. So I understand the bots coming in and doing things and humans taking over and writing the situation. But what happens when they don't write it? What are you going to tell us, YouTube? When are you going to start saying, you know what, Nick? We not only took down the video, but it was specifically the part at 114. And if you look from 114 to 118, that is why we taken down your video. I could trim that out. I could have my video put back up in no time for my audience. That's not fair. You need to be more clear cut in exactly what the terms was. All right. So. Good point, my man Magnus. So isn't that why they hide the thumbs down count? You know what? Let's get me. Hit it to the T. That is why. Okay. 
because there were so many people showing hate and vitriol on video. So they actually got rid of the dislike counter in effort to create a more positive community. I understand. It's it's it works. I will say I'm a person that's on YouTube. Um, I still see the thumbs down. We could see them as content creators. We can look, but no one else can see them. And I don't think it matters. I'm going to tell you one big thing that thumbs down button helped on. Spam. Spam videos. So guess what, YouTube? Those same videos that you're flagging as spam, you would have been able to tell a lot easier if we just had a thumbs down counter. Now, the bad side is there are those people who simply just pile on. Like they look at the video, see, oh, 92 thumbs down, 20 thumbs up, bad video, I'm not watching. And I agree, that's not fair to the content creator at all because tell you the truth, people pay for it. There's people who would pay for 100 thumbs down just so your video don't get views. It's It's a rough world. As a content creator, they cutthroat. I'm telling you, I didn't have beefs, okay? They go behind the scenes because I don't ever bring anything to light. To me, I don't benefit to bringing up my YouTube beefs online. That's just me. I don't benefit. I let my my own creativity and my show shine. I don't need beef. I, I say kudos to everybody. And you hear me in Nintendo Switch scene. I don't beef with anybody. Shout out uh, Mario, Modsville, uh, MVG, Driver Zoo, uh, who is, I think it's Ninja Hack, a lot of people, all of them. Shout them all out. I ain't never been on that. I want y'all to continue making videos. I watch those videos. I watched your videos if you were out before me. I watched your videos beforehand. So what's happening to Corey is something that's been happening to YouTubers long before this happened with Corey. Long before, Okay. And I will say, Corey, you finally felt what I've been feeling and many others have been feeling for a long time. And you may have felt it before. So I don't want to, you know, undergo your feelings. All right. If you felt it before, my bad. But now you feeling it. You see how it is to be, you know, put in your own category. I remember that. I remember being a Nintendo Switch guy. And guess what? They were saying, we're not watching you. You're trash. We don't want to watch you. We'll watch this person. We'll watch that person. And then what happened? I continued to create content. Some others did not. Some had their channel taken. Some did other things. And then people started saying, you know what? He's not actually a bad guy. I watch his content. He's actually good. He creates good tutorials. He's down to earth. I could write him. He writes me back. He's super cool. Then you change. So for everybody listening, when you are dealing with YouTube and watching content, do me a favor. Please do not hit the thumbs down like my man. My man, he said, seen videos with lots of thumbs down and didn't give it the light of day. You're right. Hey, Magnus, you ain't right. Hey, we all been victim of it. Me too. Me too. We've all been victim of it. If you're saying you haven't been victim of it, you're lying. You're lying. Okay. We've all been victim of it. And that's kind of why YouTube did it. But let's try to move forward by saying, you know what? We're going to give the video, excuse me, about 10 seconds, 30 seconds, a minute. And then we'll hit the thumbs down if we don't like it. Okay? Give it some time. 
you might like the video. There were videos that I seen a lot of thumbs down on that I actually watched and said, it's not a bad video. I remember one of my dogs getting, getting, man, tore up on YouTube comments about his work. And I thought the video was great. Very informative. So I just want to say to everybody, let's try to be more courteous and look out for YouTube wrongdoings as well. We need to call out YouTube on these wrongdoings. Um, you can at YouTube. That's the same thing my man Corey did. You're writing on Twitter at YouTube. They have a channel at them. Make sure they know. Make sure people see it. Bring awareness to it. And that way we can address the problem immediately. Bam. That was well said. All right. Good. Good. Now, I seen here. Damn, the time. Yo, we're at the time. You know what I mean? We, we were supposed to do it. I, I think I might do this last one because truthfully, we, we're tight on the time. Super tight. But I got to talk about it because what the hell? Why not? Right. Here we go. Let me get my sounds ready because this is going to be the last one. So I got to turn it up. So. Sony. What are you doing? Stop it, Sony. Stop it. Stop it. What are you doing? Yes, I know inflation is real. Hell, I bought some eggs from the grocery store. They were $3.99. I said, what the hell? Oh, Elizabeth, I'm coming to join you, honey. It was terrible. I looked at the gallon of milk. I put it back down. It's ridiculous. Okay, games are $70. They were $60. They were $50. I remember NFL 2K was $20 back then. And that was, what, 2001? It's terrible. Times have changed and inflation is real. But Sony, I think you got this one wrong. Now, I am going to bring up the article because I do want to specify the prices. Okay? I do. But one thing's for sure. Sony has increased the price of their PlayStation 5 systems. Oh, oh my goodness. I'm not lying. I'm not lying. Okay? Sony has officially raised the price. I don't know if it's coming here, but it's been raised by 50 euros, I believe. That's correct. Quote me if I'm wrong, but 50 euros. So imagine, guys, I don't know how much euros is to, you know, the American dollar. We we kind of fluctuate. We go back and forth. Uh, but let's just say $50, right? You raise the price by $50. So it's no longer $400. It's $450. It's no longer, you know, $500, it's $550, $600, $650, so on, so on, so on, so on. I agree. It might be a great price increase if everybody else follows. You're by yourself, Sony. Microsoft and Nintendo have already said, we're not raising the prices. So now what's your excuse? Inflation? Oh, well, your systems get the same damn shipment method the other systems get. Oh, uh, what's your, you know, how do you make your systems? Oh, you use chips like the other systems? Hard drives too. Oh, disk drives. Oh, you're fancy. 
Oh, Ram chips and all that. The boards and everything. Oh, just like them. Then why the hell are you raising your price by $50? I should see everything. Hell, now I will say, Facebook, this is your fault. Okay, you started it. You started it. All right, you raised the price of the Quest. And next thing you know, everybody else said we can get away with it. But I'm glad Microsoft and Nintendo took a stance and said they're not going to do it. Nope, they're not going to fall for it. They're not going to do it. So let's see. My man, Joe, you can buy the PS5, but they're costing more. In the USA, price stays the same, but overseas, they're $85 more. I mean, shit, y'all want to order from the States? Hey, just holler at your boy. You know what I mean? I hook you. But nonetheless, that's terrible that the price increase even comes. Now, I don't know, you know, when you're on this side, the consumer side, let me guys let you know something, all right? We only gonna view things from the consumer viewpoint, but I wanna take you through the business viewpoint. I like to pull myself out of the viewer. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta step yourself out. So let's just say this, price increase. I don't know how much they pay for shipment across the globe, you know, I don't know how much they pay. You know, people say ship me. No, it's it's just trucks and planes. Everybody does it. Yeah, but I don't know how much that costs. I don't know how much it costs to fit a certain amount of consoles in a box. It might be more beneficial to have six in a box versus four. And now if we can take down the boxing, we could save money and pack more systems inside of a box and ship more. These are important things that go through your manufacturing process when you're developing a system. And if you're not in that manufacturing process, you can get, you can miss that. That's something out of sight. So I do want to say, I don't know why the price hike actually happened. They blame it on inflation. Um, A lot of things have been inflated. I can't deny that. A lot of things have been inflated. But there are some things that I think should not have changed. One, I don't think, game console prices should have changed i do understand inflation but you have other means to reap the rewards on that xbox has game pass nintendo sells a lot of consoles you would think they would be the first ones to raise the price which by the way nintendo did raise their price i think overseas in certain places at one point i don't know if it's still like that but they did so you know they they tried it too okay but from the PlayStation 5, it came out of nowhere for me. It just, it's like, why? And 20 bucks is understandable. $50, holy damn. You know, and I know inflation, money's not the same. Like I mentioned, games are $70 on these next-gen consoles versus you used to pay $40 and $50. That's crazy. So if I go buy a Sony system right now and I pay $650 plus tax, I can only imagine how much I'm spending. Sony, you're wildin'. I'm here to tell you that that price hike was not even needed. And people are still going to buy your system. Yes. And you're going to make a lot of money. I hope you enjoy that money. I hope you put it in good places because you got a large fan base that loves you. You got a Sony fan base that go, I love you no matter what. I respect that. I respect it. I'm a hardcore Microsoft fan. Microsoft's not letting me down. They didn't tell me, you know what, Nick? We're raising the price of the consoles. I already have one. It don't matter to me. But hell, they can say we're raising the price. 
imagine being one of the people that didn't get a PlayStation 5 at first or being on a waiting list. And then the system comes out and now you have to pay $85 more. I need to pay the price when I first signed up. I'm sorry. We're not going through that. You're not going to do me like that, Sony. You're not going to do me dirty. Uh Uh-uh. It ain't happening. So when Nintendo and Microsoft keeping their prices the same, Sony, I just have to ask you, why? Please explain why. And I don't want to hear inflation. I don't want to hear that because inflation has already been happening. If you've been suffering the losses from inflation, I haven't seen it in your year to year. Okay? The fiscal year, you seem to be doing pretty good. Sony's been, hey, making leeway. You know, you just had a huge acquisition. Okay? Enjoy yourself. Live it up. But let us know a little bit more. Why was this warranted? Inflation in what areas? Was it shipping costs? Um, Was it manufacturing costs? Maybe just putting the system together, making the system. Chips, they're costing more. The development of chips are costing more. The shipment. Um, Anything. Let us know. But we can't hear the terms, simple terms, inflation. That don't work. And it don't fly for us. So my last word to Sony. Um, Sony, get your ish together. Okay? When you take this money from all these good people, good people, you're going to take the money. Okay? When you take the money from these good people, please give them something to make them go, you deserve that extra $50. That's all I say. Now. My manager, y'all, is going to come on. I think my manager is here. Let me see if my manager is in tune right now, okay? Bye, y'all. There's my manager, y'all. DJC Money. What's up, man? Yeah, you looking at man. You got the little chain, the vans, watch all stop. You making me look bad out here, man. Don't hurt him. Don't hurt How him. Are you, man? What's up, man? How you doing? How are you? How you got are you, the line Look, my line is tore up. Your line is clean, man. Look at you. Hey, hey I, went, I went to the White Sox clan. You I went to the White Sox clan? The White Sox clan today. Mm, yeah. Nice. Hey, man. Please tell me the White Sox won. No. <laughs> oh man, it's all right. What's up, but bro? Hey, hey, is um, is Batman on? Still? Nah, he ain't. But what you got to say to him? That's I think Batman. he dipped out. He dipped out. But what you got to say to the young OG, bro? What he was he was preaching oh, my man preaching today. Man, I got some Bring fire for him. Oh, <laughs> talk to him. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yo, that's messed up, man. You got me looking bad out here. Look at him. I'm looking up. We got on black. We look like we matching up. You're right. What about? I, I, I had to go to the draw. 
I uh, Joe and Joe did not. He, he in the chat though. He in the chat. What you guys say to Joe? What you want to say something to him? Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. They, they listen. No, they go. They, they out the chat. They out the chat though. I mean, not the chat. They're out the restream. They're still in the the I want, YouTube. I want them to comment. Yeah. I want them to comment. I have to say. Say about what? No. Talk to me, money. Tell me about what I gotta say here. Mm, what you gotta say? Go ahead, break it down. Uh, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Well, 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 first of all, refresh my memory about what this is because I just bought a big bling. You just bought what? Um, what you bought? Remind me, remind me what this is. Remind me what this is. Yo, remind you was talking me. about uh, that specimen and Joe. Yeah, but what, is what, what was that talking about? We was talking about Nintendo Switch. Was it the Nintendo Switch? Man. Was it I, that? PlayStation? Man. Matt 23? Yeah. yeah. Uh, how dare you? I got it. I was saying. What happened, man? Xbox. About what? Xbox. Yeah, the Xbox. What about it? My man clean, man. He got me looking bad. Look at him. He got the watch. Why you stunting on me, man? Why you doing this, man? Why you doing this to me, man? You know I got a show. I'm, it's supposed to be the Nick Moses 05 Gaming Pod. We know you're the manager. We know you getting the money. You got to show him you getting the money, too? This is what I deal with, man. My manager, he get all the money, man. Y'all see me? Look, I ain't got nothing. I don't even get the chain. Look, my man got the chain. He rocking bands. Hold on, hold on. What's up, man? What's up? That's why my DJ see money. Ah, DJ C Money, man. Hey, do your thing, man. Hey, any last words you got, man, before we out, man? This is, the floor is yours. Whatever you got to say, take it. Oh, before I say my last word. You got Nick, it. What's up? Before I say my last word. I'm here. I'm listening. No. Dead Bassman. Um, I really need to talk to guys. guys. Hey, and you got him on Facebook too, don't you? No, but not Dead Bassman. Yeah, Dead Bassman don't mess with Facebook. I'm going to be honest. He don't mess with Facebook. No. You know what I'm saying? He, he say Facebook for the old heads. He stay but on Discord. No. He's a Discord guy. I need to reach out to him, bro. All right, go ahead. And you hit, you know, Joe on the Facebook, man. You can go ahead and hit up Joe. My man, there's something I want to talk about, man. That's not that I say all here, but you know, you know, go ahead. You can talk to him all that. But DJC Money, 
any last words you got now, man? You got the chain on, you got the watch, oh, yeah. no funding. Oh, man. Oh, man. You got it. All right. Um, look at that man. He got the line, his hair texture better. Listen, listen, listen. You already know what it is, man. You got you. Like and subscribe. And then more than five. Hit the like button for us, man. Because the money got the juice. Look at that. Y'all good. They're going to play around and DJC Money going to get too much money. They're going to regret it. Look at that. Yeah. Hey, DJC Money. You know, I'm going to holler at you. Hey, I still got your shirt too, man. So when we get up, I might just drop it off at uh, my pop's house. So then, yeah, you know bro. what? I'm going to do When I see my pop's, I'm going to give it to him to give to you. There you go. I think, you know, you know what? I'm going to be on my grandma tomorrow. See? And I'm seeing them tomorrow. There you go. We in. You can get the shirt. You know what? You know what? You know what? You know what, Nick? You know what, Nick? If you're going over there tomorrow, come to my grandma's house. All right, cool. We're going to do that. That way we can hook up tomorrow. My man, DJ C Money, y'all. Salute Nick, you, sir. Nick, have a good night, man. Man, you too, man. Take care, man. Take it easy. No. That's my man, DJC Money, y'all. That's my man, DJC Money. I'm going I'm to holler at you tomorrow, man. You ain't got to worry. I'm going to have your shirt. I'm going to hand it to Pops. Like, yo, here, take a shirt. Get my man his shirt. My man need his shirt, okay? My man Joe got a shirt. Yo, Magnus. Um, Who else? Joshua Drake. Yo, everybody's shirts still show printing. So luckily, DJC Money, he big money. He get his shirt on, you know what I'm saying? He had his pressed early, you know, but y'all shirts still say printing. So I'm just waiting for it to ship out. It's already done, Fed, so we just, you know, waiting for it to go out. So all my dogs, thank y'all, man. Love y'all. Other than that, it's your boy, Nick Moses 05, Mo Figgity. Bam! We out.